Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and this episode is brought to you by NetHealth. NetHealth's outpatient EMR and billing software, Redoc, powered by XFIT, provides an all-in-one software solution with guided documentation workflows to make it easy for therapists to use and streamline billing processes to help speed billing and improve reimbursement. You can check out NetHealth's new tip sheet to learn four ways that outpatient therapy providers can increase patient engagement in 2020 at go.nethealth.com slash patientengagement2020. Now on to today's episode. Guest host Dr. Jenna Cantor is back, and we have a great episode. It was recorded live at the Graham Sessions a couple of weeks ago in Nashville, Tennessee. So on this episode... Jenna guest hosts and interviews doctors Keaton Ray and Scott McAfee on how to develop a successful business partnership. Keaton and Scott are business partners with the physical therapy company Movement X, so they provide physical therapy care in the home or office or gym or yoga studio or field, and they have placed therapists uh, in various parts of the country. Their mission is to heal the world through movement. They believe that if you can move your best, you can live your best. They are doctor-founded and patient-focused to help bring more convenient, transparent, and personalized physical therapy care to the world. So a little bit more on Keaton. She's a passionate physical therapy and wellness fitness specialist located in Portland, Oregon, specializing in reducing pain, increasing strength, restoring mobility and balance, and optimizing performance. She's worked with clients across the lifespan from those who have never exercised a day in their lives to those who are afraid to exercise because of pain to advanced athletes looking to take their performance to the next level. Dr. Scott McAfee believes in a world where anyone can move and live their best. The problem is that with today's healthcare system, finding the best care, avoiding crowded clinics, and dealing with insurance can be frustrating. That's why he chose to do things differently. He is 100%, like we said, as part of Movement X, 100% mobile. He provides care in the comfort of your home, gym, or office. He brings a mobile treatment table, helps you to decrease pain, increase strength and mobility, prevent injury, restore function, and coordinate your care plan. Whoever and whenever you need care, he can be there. So what do they talk about in today's episode? So we talk about what is Movement X and how it is revolutionizing physical therapy practice the importance of identifying the strengths and weaknesses of your team, why you need different channels of communication in a partnership, and the key elements of a successful business partnership. So a big thanks to Jenna, Keaton, and Scott for taking time out of their very busy schedules at the Graham Sessions to record this. So everyone enjoy. Okay. <laughs> Hello, this is Jenna Cantor here with Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm here with Scott McAfee and... Keaton Ray <laughs> and I am tired we are at Graham Sessions 2020 and I am so lucky to be interviewing the two of you on your partnership with Movement X so first of all thank you so much for coming on glad to be here Jenna thank you Jenna I've always wanted to be on this podcast so it is an honor to talk to you 
It's an honor to be speaking with both of you. So first, would you mind explaining what Movement X is and then dive into how your partnership began? Sure. So Movement X is a group of united providers across the country who are providing care in an inspired way. So we, we refer to it as the 11-star experience. We're going above and beyond the five-star experience and providing care where people need it most, when people need it most, whether that's at their home, at their gym, at their workplace, on the track and field, at their doctor's office. We're showing up and providing care that makes a difference. So improving lives on both sides of the treatment table for the provider and for the patient. All right, and now your partnership. Sure. So where to begin? So Scott and I first connected on Movement X in 2016 or, or early 2017. Yeah, 17. Started with a phone call. I uh, knew that Josh D'Angelo and myself couldn't do this on our own, so we called up some trusted partners that we had known closely through the APTA. Scott was one of the very first people we talked to and immediately had a connection over the mission, which is to, you know, <laughs> help people move their best so they can live their best. And uh, I'll hand it over to Scott who can explain the transition from that first talk about Movement X to him actually quitting his job, moving across the country, dropping everything to help us with our vision. Yeah, so it was uh, a very exciting time for me. I was just finishing up my residency program in Southern California, uh, and I loved the people that I was working with. I loved um, my coworkers. I loved my patients, uh, and it was really a amazing residency experience uh, at this hospital. Um, however, I was somewhat displeased with the uh, with the environment of um, dealing with insurance companies and being somewhat limited in my ability to truly and deeply care for people that I knew I had the potential um, to, to do as a, as a physical therapist. And after my conversation with Keaton, I got really, really inspired of... Um, of what the opportunity looked like for physical therapists in this more mobile cash pay model. And um, it was, I think, about a week after I had passed my residency when I knew, wow, there's some real opportunity here. And Josh D'Angelo, uh, one of the co-founders along with Keaton, uh, he had been in the Washington, D.C. area for about seven years, was very well connected out there. And at the time, uh, right when I was finishing up my residency, I was very comfortable uh, down in Southern California. I had a very strong network. Uh, my life was just going straight according to plan, per se. And I've never quite learned uh, at any point in my life from a point of comfort. And I wanted to uh, flip that on its head. So I decided to move all the way to the East Coast to join forces uh, with Josh D'Angelo in Washington, uh, D.C., uh, in addition with, uh, with Fred Gilbert, uh, who moved from Alabama to Washington, D.C. And uh, that's how the partnership began, and uh, we began expanding from there. And it, it's just been an absolute wild ride since. I love it. And I love how you two interact with each other. You're both good friends as well as definitely business partners. How the heck did you get to that point? Because I would love for you to first go into your struggles and then what you did to implement something that would work between the two of you. That is a good question. So all of us, everyone who started the company actually started as friends way before we ever started as business partners. And that is both one of our deepest strengths as well as probably one of our greatest challenges as well. But from day one, it was 
intentional on our part to learn each other's strengths and be open to each other's weaknesses and communicate, if not over-communicate, about each one of those. So there's times when Scott and I probably are just at each other's necks, including other people. I, I get frustrated on a daily basis with everyone, and they get frustrated with me, and that is okay. That is normal. But what we've done is we've gone through intentional work where we set aside hours at a time, both on the phone and in person, to be open about those strengths and be open about those weaknesses. And each and every one of us over the past two, three years has has just grown because of that intention that we've put into growing each other. So it is not easy. It's, it definitely changes the relationship, but it's worth the intention. Yeah, and Keenan and I, we, um, we both go back to the Student Assembly Board of Directors. Although we never served together, um, I learned so much uh, about uh, how I function on a team uh, in that environment, and I would imagine that you learn the same. And I think once you truly understand yourself, and then also once you truly understand and appreciate and realize the mission of what your team is trying to accomplish, that how you get to the end goal of accomplishing that task um, is irrelevant. You, you just have to get there. And yes, you are going to agree on certain things. You're going to disagree on probably even more things if your team is actually functional. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as your team can get to the end goal, uh, that's what matters most. And from there, you walk out of the room, no matter what discussion happened inside of that room, all with uh, the, the same mindset of, hey, this is our goal. We may have disagreed on how we got here, but now we're all in agreement. Hey, um, this is what matters most. And, and uh, you have a clear side of where you're going. One thing I'll add to that, the, the other two areas of strength, you, you said it perfectly, Scott. I think uh, one is putting infrastructure into being able to build a communication pathway. So we have a lot of various um, company languages that we use that help us recognize when we're falling into several habits that may affect the growth. So one example is the six thinking hats. So six thinking hats, you know, the red hat is the emotional hat, the white hat is the fact hat, the green hat is the innovation hat, the yellow hat is the optimism hat, the black hat is the devil's advocate hat. Josh D'Angelo would be so proud. I just memorized that. (laughs) And so sometimes when we're in a heated conversation or we don't see things eye to eye, we need to recognize, hey, I'm wearing my red hat right now and you're wearing your white hat. No wonder we're not seeing each other. And various communication pathways like this have helped us to recognize where we're falling short and where we need to improve. And so without those types of things, it would be a lot harder to grow as a team. I love how you brought that up as an example because um, not only does that help us make decisions in the like boardroom per se with business, uh, it's also helped me make personal decisions, look at problems that I'm facing in my own life from many different angles, right? Hey, if I had a, a green hat optimist view of this versus a devil's advocate, why would I talk myself out of this? I think I've been able to uh, look at things from somewhat of a, a, a stoic and very objective point of view rather than getting too red hat emotional about certain things. Um, and it's also helped in personal relationships as well. Um, so as, as much as you can grow together in the boardroom, I think uh, you take away so many different things on a personal aspect as well. And, and yeah, I love that analogy. <laughs> that was something that Josh D'Angelo uh, initially introduced and uh, has just been so helpful. One more, the, the last thing I'll say too is if you ever want an ego check, join a group of six we started with six incredibly 
innovative, intelligent, outspoken leaders. Sit yourself in a group of six outspoken leaders and have them debate your mission and your vision and your processes and everything in the background. There, There is no space for ego when you are working with this large and this capable of a team. So... You cannot be a solopreneur and accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. So we, we've all really worked hard on our egos, and it's not always easy. But we, every single person on this team has done a great job. What Would you mind sharing your own personal things you've learned about exploring how you work? I think that'd be interesting for people to hear. You're like, I'm actually a person who's like this. I would love for you to share that so then people could even learn how you are so different. So I might take a second to think about that. (laughs) And that's something that I have learned about myself uh, is that it oftentimes helps me to take a second and think of uh, getting my thoughts together on how to approach a certain question or an issue or how to solve a problem um, rather than to just speak my mind uh, immediately. Um, (laughs) Keaton's laughing. (laughs) Um, But I will say that uh, right off the bat that going into this team I I'm in just awe of everybody who I get to work with on a daily basis and people often ask me hey why why did you move to Washington DC uh, it wasn't only for this like larger mission and this larger purpose it was to have conversations late at night with people who inspired me uh, who I just looked up to in so many different ways. And um, that, that was a goal of, uh, of mine when I was actually looking for different colleges to apply to. I was like, who could I surround myself with and have just really deep and insightful talks late at night with? Uh, and I just feel so fortunate to be able to do that as part of this team. And as our youngest uh, member on the exec team that we have, I oftentimes do try to just be a sponge and uh, take in as much information um, and inspiration from my team as possible. I was laughing through Scott's explanation because sometimes I think we can explain each other's work habits at this point better than we can explain our own. And so... I am the opposite of Scott, although Scott and I of the team probably operate the most similarly, um, but you know, there's differences between everyone. So I am very blunt, and I, I should take more time to stop and think first, but if something's on my head, it is right out in the open. And so one of the things that we've really worked on as a team, between Scott and I, but also between all the team members, is um, managing conflict. So some of us on the team are much more comfortable with conflict, me being one of them, while others have a little bit more of a reservation around conflict. Now, compared to other people, everyone is excellent at managing conflict, but it's a personal comfort as to how you actually deal with that. So I would say, while Scott says he's much more, you know, maybe has to think about it in in the background a little bit, um, I am much more of that right in your face, oh, I don't agree with that, or oh, I totally love that, you know, kind of person, so a lot more more forward-facing. But what Scott and I have as an extreme similarity is that we are the doer. We're like, let's do it tomorrow. We have this idea, great, okay, I'm going to stay up all night, we're going to crank this out, we're going to have a product tomorrow, we're going to launch it, we're going to test it a little bit, and we're going to redo it. Whereas Scott and Fred, or sorry, Fred and Josh tend to be much more of those visionary, like, let's stop, let's look long-term, let's think of how this affects this, and, and it's... It is a wonderful combination because all of us complement each other so well. You can't have one leadership style without the complement of the other. But it can lead to frustration. You're moving too fast. You're not moving fast enough. Blah, blah, you know, back and forth. So the communication puts us all in alignment and we're stronger because of it. 
actually one of the the core values in our company is passion times purpose and you can't have one without the other uh and the way that i think about that is you cannot have action without strategy as well and that's one thing that um josh and fred are uh so instrumental in teaching us and and teaching me and even keaton has inspired me in so many different ways to behind everything that i do always have a strategy and don't skip steps in the action that you want to take so I think that's very important. I love that. I love that very much. What made you decide to hire out to figure out how to work better together? How did that, I'm sure, alone, because you hadn't figure, had something in play like you do now, how did you get to that agreeing point to go, okay, this is who we're going to invest in to improve our communication, to improve our partnership? How did you get there? And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Keaton and Scott's responses. This episode is brought to you by NetHealth. NetHealth's outpatient EMR and billing software Redoc, powered by XFIT, provides an all-in-one software solution with guided documentation workflows to make it easy for therapists to use and streamline billing processes to help speed billing and improve reimbursement. You can check out NetHealth's new tip sheet to learn four ways that outpatient therapy providers can increase patient engagement in 2020 at go.nethealth.com slash patient engagement 2020. Yeah, so I think what you're referring to is the consulting work that we did for team development. So we actually got incredibly lucky. We got chosen by a graduate program working on human resources and uh, team development as their trial team to take a deep dive look into each one of our personalities and our work habits and then do basically report. So we each had a one-on-one, like, hour-long talk with this consulting firm, and they went deep into our work styles. What's the name of the consulting firm? We can look it up. We'll look it up. We'll look <laughs> it up. <laughs> um, and so then they came back at us and basically gave us a very honest report about how our team was functioning and then gave us assignments on how to dive deep and improve that the report, essentially. So it was, it was a really hard activity and emotionally draining, but it was so bonding and, and we're so much stronger because of that consulting work we did. You have to recognize your weaknesses. We, we knew we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And so we're willing to invest in the team to improve because without this team, the mission of this company doesn't go anywhere. So yes, what was the name of the company? Were you able to look it up? It was a graduate program at Georgetown University. Yeah. That's very cool. I love that you guys did that. Keaton's still looking it up to see if she can get more information. And I want to find this information for the listeners in case there is somebody starting a business who might want to look this up and see if this program might help them as well. Because seeing how you two interact, like I said, there really is some magic, dare I say Disney magic happening between the partnership. And I think that is absolutely spectacular. Did you find the name? I I sure did. So... It was Georgetown's graduate program. Um, Robin Goodstein graduated from that program and started her consulting firm called Balcony Balcony Consulting. So anyone looking for team-based collaboration and consulting, she's incredible. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Not so shameless. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's shameless at all because it really will help people. It's what helps you too. So thank you so much for sharing that. Now, what are your biggest challenges that you have and the easiest things for you guys overall because you guys have grown together but what are just the constant things that you expect to be like okay this is a little challenging and this is like easy so this is a hard question it's a great question but I think that the easiest thing that we have now is a 
baseline understanding of how each other operate. The first few months and definitely year plus was just learning each other's habits, learning each other's needs, and learning each other's emotions. And now I think we have such an intricate understanding of how we each operate that it's much, much easier to move the company with speed knowing that. I think the hard part is, is we're now in a place with the company that we're, we're really, truly starting to grow. And we're going to run into barriers that are unlike anything we've ever had. And so, so far, we've been able as a team to come together and hustle and make this thing work and create an amazing movement. But we're going to max out of our own knowledge. And so we're going to have to find new team members who come into our company who do not have the same intricate knowledge of one another. So now it's not just managing each other. It's managing other people and having them fit into the culture as strongly as we do. Yeah, I think that's perfectly said uh, because the uh, we agree too much. <laughs> no, uh, because the it's it's going to be so special and and like I said, such a, a wild ride ahead um, as we do grow and with as many things that are going to change and as many new obstacles that we're going to face, I truly do believe that we do have a very strong foundation and like you said, baseline understanding and respect for each other uh, and how we both operate. Um, and that goes for everybody in our team and in our community. Um, the more that we can better understand how uh, we operate and all speak the same language, um, th- th- all have the same core beliefs and core values and share so much of the same uh, culture, if you know from a, a deep level that that binds you together, I definitely believe that no matter what obstacle may come your way, you can uh, adapt your team in a very nimble way and a very strategic way in order to accomplish that. Um, we're with as many problems as we face and with as much as we have accomplished, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. And, and I think there's uh, so much growth waiting to be had um, that it's just so important to have that foundation before you have anything else. I love it. Thank you so much, you two, for coming on here at this crazy, magnificent time here at Graham Sessions. You two really set a great bar that is possible for anybody to achieve in their business partnership. So thank you. Appreciate those words, Jenna. No, and I, I couldn't echo uh, the same thing uh, about you and Karen. You guys are great. Uh, this podcast has inspired me when I was a student. Uh, so I, I just feel very fortunate uh, to have the opportunity to speak to your audience and hope uh, that we've spread something valuable uh, worth listening to. So appreciate you. Agreed all around. Thank you so much for this opportunity. The one thing I'll leave the listeners with is if you want to build a team and you want to grow a mission, you have to be vulnerable. You have to put yourself out there and let people see what you do know, what you don't know, your hesitations, your fears, and your vulnerabilities. Because without that, there's no way you can connect with people enough to build something as meaningful as we're trying to do. So be vulnerable, put yourself out there, let go of your ego, and you're going to create an amazing company culture. Thank you so much, you two. I was wondering, where can people find you online if they want to try to reach out to you? So we are on uh, Instagram at, at @movementxinc, and we are uh, online also at www.movement-x.com. Note, our company name is Movement X, no space, no dash, but our website is movement-x.com. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much. So thank you listeners for chiming in to this great discussion. This will also be in the bio as well. If you want to just check that out too, if you're having a hard time remembering what was just said on how to reach out to these fantastic individuals. Thank you so much. You can also reach us at info at movement-x.com. We want to hear from you. We're always willing to hop on a phone call. So a big thank you to Jenna and of course a huge thank you to Keaton and Scott. You guys, aren't they just the best? They're awesome. They are such great therapists and I'm so excited for the future having these guys uh, at the helm. So thank you so much. And of course, thank you to NetHealth. They sponsor today's podcast. Their outpatient EMR and billing software Redoc powered by XFIT provides an all-in-one software solution with guided documentation workflows to make it easy for therapists to use and streamline billing processes to help speed billing and improve reimbursement. Check out their new tip sheet to learn four ways that outpatient therapy providers can increase patient engagement at go.nethelp.com slash patientengagement2020. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.